do the Sixers have life? Are we are we back? We might be back, man. I don't know. I can't, I can't believe Maury got it right. I'm sick. Well, I'm not sick, but I'm happy. But I cannot believe he got it right. The Buddy Hield experience. Huh. <laughs> anyway, you're watching or listening to the Off the Cliff Show brought to you by 14th Market Podcast Network. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Sixers win over the Cleveland Cavaliers last night. The hottest team in the NBA, by the way. They also acquired Kyle Lowry off the buyout market. He, I think, is expected to play Wednesday. Also going to talk about the young guys and the energy that they, they have bought. Tyrese Maxey and his sort of struggles that he's had since Embiid has been out. Um, did I, did I already say the young guys? I forget. I probably did say the young guys. But yeah, man. Uh, Sixers won last night. So let's get into it. So Sixers big win last night against the hottest team in the NBA, NBA, the Cleveland Cavaliers. They won their last nine games. Uh, they're playing the hospital Sixers. We can call them. They're out Batum. They were out. They were down. They're out Batum, Embiid, Rocco, Melton, um, and Tobias. So five, five people, two starters. No, three starters. Oh my God. Tobias, Embiid, and Melton. Uh, yeah, they're down three starters. Uh, like I said, facing it, facing the hottest team in the NBA. I was not expecting to win. I was just expecting, uh, like, I just wanted a good game. Like, I was expecting a blowout, but I wanted a good game. Um, and they ended up getting the win. So, shout out to them. Uh, huge shout out to Buddy Hill because this Buddy Hill experience, I like like I said, I can't believe Maury got this right. Now, I don't expect Buddy Hill to keep this type of consistency and volume up. Buddy Hill and campaign, honestly. I don't expect them to keep this type of volume up, but it's been f- so fun to watch. Uh, Buddy has been averaging 20 since he has been with the Sixers in this third game now, uh, a game away from the All-Star break now. Last night, he had 24, oh my God, where'd it go? Oh, 24, 4, and 8 with one steal. It's, it's It's been amazing, man. The past two games he's had, well, the past three games he's had six-plus assists, which I think has been the surprise to everybody because when you think of Buddy Hill, you think of a, Spot up three point shooter, uh, gonna get you an occasional off the dribble layup. Uh, somebody that can do DHOs with Embiid. You don't really think about him dribbling a lot and passing and you know finding an open man, but you can tell he took some principles from Indiana and he bought them here to Philadelphia, where it is find the open man, shoot the first shot, shoot when you're open. Um, if you're not open, pass the ball, move around, get a quick shot. And coming from one of the best offenses in the NBA, you can see how that has translated over to him being on the Sixers. The Sixers offense since Buddy Hill, since before Buddy Hill and campaign got here to now is night and day. They're two completely different offenses. They're getting up more threes. They're pretty much chucking a lot of threes. They're getting more threes. Uh, they're beating guys off the dribble more. They're putting up more points. It's just been just fun to watch without Joel and I just want to give a huge shout out to Buddy Hill because last night he pretty much carried the Sixers at the end of that game to the win. Now it was a collective win, like everybody played their part, which we're going to talk about a little bit more uh, later. But Buddy Hill, two huge—I think he had two or three huge step back threes over like Max Strus. I know he had one on George Niang, um, and it's just been a treat to watch. Like I said, it's been a surprise to. And being able to be a ball handler and 
finally, like we've been talking about all season, we just wanted somebody to be able to take the pressure off of Maxi, And we now have that guy. I wasn't expecting it to be Buddy Healed, but we're here. And like I said, I don't expect it to continue because, you know, when everybody gets back and Joel is back, I don't expect Buddy to have the ball as much. He won't be able, he won't be putting up 20 points a game, but I'm just going to enjoy it while it's happening right now. So his shot creating, passing, ball handling has just been a treat to watch. Uh, like I said, 24, uh, four and eight assists. He's finding the open man. He has like a, a, a chemistry with Paul Reed already in the pick and roll. Um, he's trying to force some passes sometimes, but, you know, you just have to live with that. You know, you don't, he's not used to having the ball this much. So, but it's, it's been, it's been a treat, man. Uh, him and campaign have been a surprise. I was not expecting this from them. I was really doom and gloom. Y'all heard the power of me and Darian. I thought it was over because like Buddy Hill coming from one of the best offenses in the NBA and also at only averaging 12 points. Well, yes, he's playing behind, like they have like 40 shooting guards over there. I, you know, you just expect him if he's like good, he would stand out. But I mean, he he stood out here and and this gets contributed to wins. Uh, one the Sixers are now in back to back wins. One versus the Wizards now. One versus the best, well, the hottest team in the NBA and the Cleveland Cavaliers. And it's been fun to watch. Um, going in the campaign, he's also been great. Last night, campaign with fifteen two and four off the bench. And like I said, again, just another guy that can handle the ball. It's, you know, it's been amazing to see Sixers players that can dribble the ball with their head up and attack a defense off the dribble without just running into somebody in the paint. Like, it's been a joy. And campaign, since he's been here, you know, watching the Sixers from the past and then watching campaign on the Sixers, like somebody who can dribble, he looks so in control. And I'm like, was campaign always this good? But I think it's more of I'm not used to <laughs> seeing a point guard that can just control the offense and attack, like decide when he wants to attack and decide once he wants to get when he wants to get people people involved. You can see like Maxi is still trying to figure that out, but campaign has been in the league now. Let me look it up. Let me say how long has campaign been in the league? Campaign. Campaign 29 had been in the year. He on a one-year deal? Yeah, he is on a one-year deal. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Campaign. 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 Of course, his like years don't come up now, right? Yo, you want this script? When I look, when I need to find like game by game stats. All right, here we go. Mm, 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 uh, eh, 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 uh. Oh my god. Is this 10th year? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Kansas campaign 12th year in the NBA? Wow. But yeah, 12-year 12, 12, 12 veteran point guard. Uh looks like he controls the offense. He's getting the shot off. He had some really some really good uh hit some really good threes last night. Uh had a had a a good floater, I remember. He's able to get to the paint. Um, just take, like I said, take pressure off Maxi. Makes the defense's eyes go off Maxi, and Maxi, we all know, is a lot better off ball. He's a combo guard, but a lot better off ball. Uh, yeah, man, somebody that can just, you know, divert the, the, you know, 
the defense's eyes <laughs> and just take pressure, a little bit of pressure off of Maxi. That's all we want. And you can see that it's resulting in wins. It's resulting in these other players putting up high numbers because the defense now has to worry about Maxi along with these other players who can now dribble and shoot. Who would have ever thought? I know I saw a trail tweet. Like he tweeted, like I think a year ago or something, he was like, "If it was up to Sixers Twitter, the Sixers would be Embiid and a bunch of guards." Yes, it would, <laughs> because that's what you need around Embiid, and you can really see the vision of when Embiid gets back of how difficult the Sixers are going to be able. I mean, how difficult the Sixers are going to be. What am I trying to say? How difficult it's going to be <laughs> to guard the Sixers and and game plan around them, and along with Embiid coming back, anchoring the defense, and the defense getting a lot better. So, like I said, been real fun to watch those two. Wasn't expecting it. Um, campaign last game as well. Like he's just been having. He had three good games as well. Um, last game campaign versus the Washington Wizards, six one and six, but the six assists was able to get his teammates involved. And I think the six points were, um, they were needed. Like they were, they were, they were in the clutch. So I think so. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, man, big, big, big acquisitions. You can see the vision, um, which leads me into Sixers acquiring Kyle Lowry off the buyout over the weekend. Y'all, if you, if you follow me on Twitter, or if you know, you you know, I don't like Kyle Lowry. I don't like the way he plays basketball. I don't like the way he plays defense. I think he's over the hill. He is, what, 37, 39 years old? Let me check uh, Kyle Lowry's age. Because, like, why would I know Kyle Lowry's age is Kyle Lowry? Kyle Lowry, basketball point guard. But, yeah, 37 years old. Uh, I think he's old. I think he's over the hill. He was benched in Miami, uh, then traded to the Hornets in Acquired and they and the Hornets bought him out. Like I said, I think if you're bought out, you're over the hill. Like I don't think he should be getting real minutes, like spot up minutes. Again, he's going to help Maxi. But honestly, I like the way campaign is playing. So maybe campaign got campaign gets the the backup point guard spot until you know he continues. Well, until he shows that he is going to fall off in some type of capacity. Like I said, I don't think it's consistent the way he and Buddy Hill are playing. Uh, but I'm going to enjoy it. But Maybe if he falls off in some type of capacity, that's where you, you know, use Kyle Lowry. But I really think they're going to bring Kyle back in here. They're going to bring Kyle Lowry in here uh, for the backup point guard spot. And I don't think campaign is going to play much. But I think we talked about it last pod. Like Kyle Lowry's averaging eight points, three rebounds, four assists, shooting 42% from the field. Uh, I think he's somebody say he's shooting like 43%. He was shooting 43% from three or something like that. Like I'm not about to just sit here and watch. Kyle Lowry uh, was coming off the bench in Miami. I think Darian said he missed, he's missed his last 18 threes or something like that. Uh, Let's see. Oh, my God. One for nine from the field. One for four. Two for nine. One for five. Oh, for three. And this, these are the games that – these are the last games that he played um, in Miami. Oh, for six from three. Oh, for three from three. Oh, for six from three. Oh, for two from three. Oh, for one from three. I don't think Kyle Lowry's good anymore. I don't see a reason to have him here except for like leadership and like you don't like taking the Pat Bev role. But with the way campaign is playing, I don't see why Kyle Lowry will play. Um, just I don't I don't like him. I, don't, I know everybody else is like well, bring him. Like it's it's good that we got him. He can work. I mean he can uh, he can handle the ball. He can work in the pick and roll. 
uh, he's a good catch and shoot. He, he can create his own shot. I don't think that's Kyle. Lowry, I don't think that's Kyle Lowry's game anymore. I just think he's too old now. Uh, maybe Kyle Lowry two, three years ago when people were talking about trading Maxi for him. Was that two, three years ago? It might three, four years ago when people were talking about trading Maxi for him and Masai wouldn't do it. Yeah, but I don't think that's the Kyle Lowry that we're going to get in the Sixers uniform. Um, let me check his. Well, like I say, he, just, he missed his last 18 and 6, 9, 15, 6, 17, 18. Yep, missed his last 18 threes. Yeah, man. So, Sixers fans, I don't know. I don't know what. Y'all are seeing in them. I know there's a lot of other people that don't like the signing either. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, we'll we'll see how that turns out, what type of role he plays. Uh, if he does get minutes over campaign with the way campaign is playing right now, I don't think you can take his minutes away. I think you just wait and see if he does have a drop off then. All right, cool. Let's try Kyle here. Uh, let's see what the Lowry Maxi backcourt looks like. But I, I I'm I'm having fun with the campaign uh maxi backcourt. Back to the game last night. Uh wanted to talk about Ricky Council and KJ Martin, the young guys and their energy and their athleticism. They have been a treat. Like their 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 energy is so contagious that they're just they're creating extra plays, like extra possessions for the Sixers, right? So where before you've had like the slow the slow players even like you can even say like Nick Batum and Tobias like slow really not ath- that athletic can't really you know jump over anybody but like KJ Martin it was one rebound KJ Martin it was like a long three and KJ Martin just jumped over everybody to get the rebound got an extra possession and then got, I think he got a dunk out of it and it's just, it, it it invigorates the team when you have hustle players like that who are like, all right, I know my role is here to dunk or <laughs> get a rebound and make sure like I can I can secure the ball for my team. And Ricky Council, also great last night. Um, well, he's been great, the, he's been great the last couple of games. He checking the box score, Ricky Council, eight and five, right? And I think the game before that was the 20 point, the game before that against Washington. Uh, he had, where'd it go, where'd it go, where'd it go, where'd it go? 19 and 10, right? So a lot of what Ricky Council does is energy. And he's like, all right, I'm a, if I have an open shot, I'm going to take it. When you look at Tobias, where he thinks about everything and it's just so slow, it's night and day to Ricky Council, who's just like, all right, well, I need to make a mark. I need to do something for my team. Once I get the ball, I'm going to try to do something or not, and I'm going to try to do it to the best of my ability and using and going at game speed where I'm not going to think about anything. Whatever happens, happens. And he's playing well. You can't discredit. I mean, you can't discount the energy that he and KJ Martin have brought uh, during this stretch where the Sixers are going to need it. They're just going to need extra energy. They're going to need playoff intensity to win some games. They're going to have to steal some games like they stole one at night. Against the bet one of the the hottest teams in the NBA, who now have sole possession of the two seed and could be the two seed by the end of the season, depending on what happens with the Bucks. So that was really like, the, and they're fun to watch. Like the Sixers, we've been saying it all season, have been really fun to watch with Joel Embiid, without Joel Embiid, and I, you know, that's a credit to Nick Nurse and how he runs the offense and ball movement. Now we have multiple people that can dribble. Even Ricky Council can dribble a little bit. Like last night, it was a possession where I think he like he got he was on a fast break. He was able to get off a spin move. Um, 
he tried to Euro, but he Euroed like the wrong way. But like the fact that he can push the ball on his own on a fast break is just something, you know, I'm not used to as a Sixers fan. So really cool to see um, the young guys and what they bring. And it's like, yeah, man, like just sometimes you just need players that are going to go out there and be like, all right, well, I'm getting this rebound. Like how Melo used to say, fuck out of here. I got it. Like you just, I'm going to go get this rebound and I'm going to jump over you and there's nothing you can do about it. I'm going to put it back up and then we're going to get an extra possession. Might get an open three or I'm going to lay the ball up and there's nothing you can really do about it. But need those kind of guys. Uh, KJ Martin, like I said, he's been a treat. He can't really, I mean, he's been, a, he's been a better ball handler than I expected. So that's been, that's been good to watch. I know he and Maxie had, uh, Maxie threw my alley-oop on a fast break and stuff like that is what you need in a team to just give them energy. Like, I'm just not, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just not used to any of this. So, like, last year's Sixers and this year's Sixers are two completely different Sixers. Uh, what else does I want to talk about? Oh, I guess we can get to um, Tyrese Maxey now. So, Maxey last night, talk, why does the NBA app keep, like, reset? This is the worst app. So, yeah, Maxi last night, 22, 4, and 9, shot 9 for 21 from the field, 42%. He he has been struggling a little bit. So I know he had a, he had a good game uh, versus Washington, but he started off really slow. Um, struggled a little bit tonight, where, but he had like his little spurt where he's, I think he scored eight straight, then he scored like six straight uh, in the fourth or third quarter. But he's still you still can see Max. He's trying to figure out how to be a number one, how to be the focal point of the offense, how to attack defenses when they're going to blitz him, get him off screens, make sure and try to get the ball out of his hands. He's just trying to figure out how to, like I said with campaign earlier, command the offense. So not every, so you can tell, so for example, you can tell with Maxi when he's just going to try to score and dribble past you and defense can focus on that instead of him being like, all right, well, let me drive to get somebody open and draw the defense in. So he's still trying to figure that out. Um, I'm not worried about him. Maybe he can't be a number one. Like we've talked about this before. Maybe he can't be a number one. We don't know that yet. Or maybe he's still, he's, he needs another year or two. But he's been struggling a little bit, and that's okay. Without When you have someone who is Joel and B and the gravity that he brings, of course you're going to be better when he's on the court. So – and again, tonight, no Tobias as well. So that was also more, you know, we're just going to focus on Maxi. And I think are the, the Cavs are the number two seat, the number two defense in the NBA. So, um, like I said, he's been struggling a little bit. He's still trying to just – he's just trying to figure it out. And so I don't like – I don't fault him. He's still young. This first time he's had to go through a, a stretch like this where he is the offense. And you're going to go as he goes. He has some help now with Buddy Hill, campaign, Kyle Lowry, um, hopefully – when Tobias gets back, he can, he can wake up a little because he has also been struggling. We're going to get to him too. But hopefully he will figure it out and see where he can get his shots. I know he had a he had those six points that he had in a row last night. Uh, I don't know if they were in a row, but it was it was six points in the fourth where he was just like getting to a mid-range and pulling up. And it, it was bread. And you're like, all right, cool, Max. Like, like you can't – like everything – that we've seen from as usually a step back through. He's trying to like drive too deep into the paint and get like a foul call. I don't know if like somebody on the bench is like, okay, no more floaters. Like just go all the way in and then see if you can draw a foul. But it's not working because we all know Maxi doesn't get foul calls. So um, he's figuring out the mid range and it's, it's really unique that 
He's shooting the ball exactly where Tobias would be at and occupy in the mid-range, but the offense just looks more free. He's more open. He has more space to get his shot off. So, like I said, he's still just figuring it out. I'm not worried about Maxi. Um, and he'll have a break here. No, he won't. Oh my God, he's in the All Star games in the three point contest. And is he in? He's in the skills. Is he in the skills competition? Yeah, he is in the skills competition. I'm pretty sure. I got to double check, but he'll be fine. I'm not worried about him. Um, but he, like I said, he has been struggling a little bit. So. With Maxi struggling, like I mentioned, Tobias. He, okay, when this, when he doesn't play or he's not playing well, you can just see how free the Sixers offense is because, like, it's a bunch of people that are, it's a bunch of players that are making really quick decisions. And, like, he is the complete opposite of that. So you see how the Sixers offense elevated when, he got benched by Nick Nurse for Ricky Council in the Washington game, and the Sixers offense was just so spread out and free, and everybody was like, all right, one dribble, all right, I don't have it, I'm going to pass. All right, cool, I'm open, I'm just going to shoot it. If not, I'm a one dribble pass, see if I can get all the way to the rim, something like that. Tobias gets it, and it's like a black hole. He get it, he got to look around, jab, he got to, he wants to ISO, like, but he, he doesn't understand, like, he's still struggling to figure out where he's supposed to be in this Nick Nurse offense without Joel Embiid. And it says a lot. I don't know what like to do with him going forward. I do think during this stretch, you kind of, unless he starts playing better, you just kind of decrease his minutes a little bit, see what you can get out of Ricky Council. And if not, you just see what you have. But yeah, the Tobias did. And, and I knew this was going to happen. It happens every year after the trade deadline. Tobias is like, <laughs> I'm back. And he just and he just folds. He's like, bro, all right, I'm not going anywhere this year. So back to the old Tobias. Like I said it from the beginning of the season. Tobias will not fool me. He will not trick me. He's going to play like this for the first half of the season. And that second half, he's going to fall off. He does it every season. And this is why you cannot depend on him when it comes to playoff basketball because he's going to shrink in the biggest moments that you need him and when the Sixers have needed him during this Embiidless stretch he has been terrible he did not play last night because of a hip injury but the offense just looks so much better when he is not on the floor like I understand they need him for like he's a good defender he can rebound sometimes. Sometimes he can hit the occasional three, but he just doesn't think quick enough for what Nick Nurse wants in this offense. And I don't think he's going to be able to contribute when it comes to playoff time because he's going to shrink, especially when players are out playing him. In the Washington game, every player that has been on the Sixers longer than he has outscored him. He had 11 points in a game the Sixers needed to win. So that should tell you everything you need to know about Tobias. I'm just not falling for it anymore, man. But yeah, hopefully the Sixers can this is this is a big win. Hopefully they can sneak a couple more wins out. They are following schedule. They play their last game before the All-Star break on Wednesday. Hopefully Kyle Lowry plays in that so we can see what that offense looks like. Uh Sixers schedule. Let's see who they play. Let's see who they play. Let's see who they play. Uh, so they play the Heat at home Wednesday, then come back after the All Star break and play the Knicks. 
Cavs again, Bucks, Celtics, and then Hornets, Mavericks, Nets, Grizzlies, Pelicans. All right, so it does get a little bit lighter here, and hopefully during the lighter, lighter part of the schedule, they can steal some games. Hopefully they can steal some games in this upcoming stretch. Uh, maybe try to get one from the Knicks, try to get one from the Bucks. That's the Doc Rivers game, so they're going to be playing super hard. Um, Yeah, hopefully this win gives them enough confidence. Like I said last night, uh, I tweeted it. Like plays, like games like this, they win. It gives what? Why are my followers falling off? Why do I got seven hundred sixty-two? Oh, but uh, games like this gives teams confidence, especially young teams who, you know, you don't expect to win every night, especially without your best player. But it gives them confidence moving forward. The offense is flowing more. It's more players to guard, so a lot of so everybody has some pressure off of their shoulders. They don't have to show their offense. You don't have to just go to one player and rely on that one player. So it just gives them confidence moving forward. Hopefully they can steal some games and Sixers might have life. They might be able to, like I said, I didn't think they were going to win the playoffs before. I mean, I didn't think they were going to go to the playoffs before this because the way they were playing, but now I have some hope and I hate that they did this to me because I was out. I was ready to just be like, all right, cool. Punt the season. Don't make the playoffs. Make sure Embiid is healthy for next season. But now if they are really making a push for it and they can continue to look this good on offense and figure out their other um, problems, like they still have a rebounding problem, some they still have a defensive problem, but that's a product of the players that you have on the floor. They can figure it out, man. They can, I'm, 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 they can absolutely get the five, six seed. I don't think they're going to be able to get higher than that, but they can actually get the five, six seed, um, not get into the play in and just be a regular playoff team, get and be back, and then they can possibly make a run because Embiid is the best player in the NBA. But yeah, man, appreciate y'all for listening. Like whatever, whatever you're listening on or watching on, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Rate it five stars. I saw a three star on the rating. I didn't like that. Whoever did that, you can go to hell. All right. But yeah. Oh, the Ty, the Tyrese Maxi giveaway winners, your shirts have been ordered. So they will be out. They will be shipped out to you soon. Um, got a special package for, for everybody. We will be doing more giveaways in the future. So don't worry about that. Yeah, man. Like I said, like, comment, subscribe, rate it five stars, wherever you're listening. If you're on Apple podcast, Spotify, or YouTube, get them YouTube views up. Uh, yeah, man. So we'll be back after Sixers heat Wednesday and the all-star. Well, we're going to do anything with all-star break. Um, I'll figure it out. But yeah, Maxi all-star Sixers are possibly good. We don't know. Talk to y'all later.